0: This podcast replay is brought to you by EJDconstruction.com. Call Eric at EJD Construction at 305-433-4843. They do it all, residential or commercial. EJDconstruction.com is the custom home builder and general contractor you can trust. 305-433-4843. All right, all right, all right, we're back, we're ready to rock Our number three, there he is, ready with the Expos hat, how you feeling, my man, you feeling good? I'm doing good, Marky Post, by the way. Marky, yes, I said <laughs> yeah, Margie, sure. and Marky, somebody, Troy, uh, um, uh, what's it called, um, corrected me on that, uh, but none, nobody will argue, she was smoking hot, so. That's very attractive woman, yes. Very, 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 have you seen the new Night Court?
1: I have not, and I've no. No. It, it features. Uh, it, it only
0: has Lara and it has the uh, girl with the high pitched voice from the uh from that. Uh,
1: from the Big Bang Theory, which the, was a fabulous show.
0: Yeah, which was an an incredible show. What's that?
1: Melissa yeah, House. she does.
0: Yeah, she doesn't use the voice. Yeah, she doesn't use it as high pitched or anything like that. But. Uh, not a normal
1: voice. The high pitch is not a normal voice. She did no. it for the first. Right. The Big
0: Bang. Right. Exactly. And, um, and so, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. There's, you know, you don't have the smart-ass bailiff. You don't have bull. No it, Harry it, Anderson. Yeah, no Harry. And Harry and her are completely different. You know, she's trying to be Harry because she's Harry's daughter, by the way.
1: Oh, is she? Okay.
0: She's Harry's daughter. So, yeah, I I watched the, uh, the first two episodes to give it a chance and didn't grab you huh no dude no no i i don't think i even laughed uh once so that's
1: that's last of us for me i i i tried it because of everybody's ranting and raving about it and i'm sorry it's it does nothing for
0: me for what which one what are you talking about
1: last Last of us on hbo
0: oh okay all right
1: does nothing for me and i know everybody's ranting and raving about it oh my god it's so good it's so good sorry
0: right i I don't get it yeah yeah no that's just kind of the way hey um a lot of people brag about White Lotus or whatever. I watched it That's and a I was great show. That's a great love
1: love White Lotus.
0: I didn't I wasn't that impressed with it. Okay. You know, I wasn't that impressed with it overall. You know, I just thought it was considering the reaction from people, I thought it was a little bit, you know, it, I get it when they got when they went crazy about Breaking Bad, okay, I'm good with that and Sons of Anarchy or something, but this one eh, it, it didn't it didn't rock me like, you know, Soprano's did. Up until up until about season five, I think Sopranos. Then I think it kind of started jumping the shark. I think in season five on or something like that. But either way, uh, I mean, it's just a it's just kind of the way it is. All right, so let me ask you, uh, drama in the Dolphins. Are you surprised Danny Crossman survived? Because I think we would all argue we would all be maybe in conjunction say that out of the three coaches. The you know I know there was a there was complaints about Boyer but I think we were all like okay some of us could argue about Boyer but I think we all agreed that Crossman didn't do a very good job but yet he survives. So your thoughts on that one.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not so sure exactly what the gripes were on Boyer. If, if the argument for keeping Danny Crossman is that there were a lot of injuries on defense that forced guys to get away from special teams maybe play more. Uh, on defense and that affected their play on special teams and then, then why are we not making the same argument for Josh boyer well well, well,
0: well, well well he already had the fangio thing so I I really no, think it I, I really I, re, I really think the boyer thing for the Dolphins is not so much really about Boyer it was that they already had the Fangio thing and my god our, our, okay you can go get one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL you go get one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL I think that was the thing but I think you're right in the argument no, of fans no but
1: Right. For anybody who might say that well, by boy deserved to be fired. No, I don't think he did. But had he complete had the dolphin defense completely kicked ass again in twenty twenty two, maybe he gets another another shot. But it's tough to completely kick ass when your your scheme is predicated on having two complete stud cornerbacks. One doesn't play all year and the other one's not right physically all year. Right. Good luck with that. So right. um yeah, and Again, I, I think if there was a comp- it was a stud special teams coordinator who was available somewhere, I, I think we'd have, might be having a different conversation right now. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it's not Danny Crossman's fault that Jason Sanders dipped again um, after a slight dip in twenty twenty one from twenty twenty when he was the best kicker in the NFL, and then he got an extension and he hasn't been able to to follow up on that. Um, not not that. that for In his defense, not Danny Crofton's fault. The, the one problem area was they gave up a lot of returns and they didn't have one single long return until the playoff game when Cedric Wilson had the 50-yarder. Right.
0: right. Yeah. No, I I, it, I just Definitely. find that one kind of surprising. Or it also could be that he didn't find a coach that he was comfortable with on the special team side that he knew that he could hire, whereas obviously there was some connection with Fangio already yeah. So that was already rumored from last year. And it looked like the, you know, the, the old man, um, you can tell that this is one of those kind of dudes that does whatever the hell he wants to do, whether you like it or not. And I bet he really wanted to, re- you know, like sit out for a year and not really coach. And then th- like this whole thing, when he agreed to a deal, probably it was his agent that opened his mouth. And he's like, yo, man, I'm, I'm committed to this team. I'm not ready to talk about another team until I'm done. So, this is a dude that looks like he's really set in his ways.
1: Well, and he's got the track record for it. But I, listen, had the. Had done...
0: Oh, we lost.
1: Fanon, free reign of hire whoever you want to hire last year after he took over. I think Big Fangio would have been the DC in 2022. It was kind of like. However you want, you want to frame it, whether he was literally told, no, keep Boyer around, or I think we'd like to keep Boyer around. It's your call, but I think we're like – and then however you want to you frame it, it was kind of like in that direction. Um, no, fanjo has got the track record. I mean, he produced major results in Chicago and major results in San Francisco. Again, as I want to caution, like absolutely everybody should be stoked about it. Major reason for optimism. Let's not pretend like he didn't have stud players on those two defenses. Yeah. No. And they're the town level or every, it needs to come up a little bit on this Dolphin defense. If we want to talk, start thinking about a top 10 defense or everybody has to play at max capacity.
0: No, they, they can't be a top 10 defense until they have a werewolf in the middle uh, until they get a middle linebacker. They're not going to be, they're not going to be that, you know, because whenever the dolphins have had a great defense, there's been a Zach Thomas or a Nick Bonacani, you know, in the middle. That's kind of the way it's gone. It's uh, it's kind of the history of the game, period. You know, whether you've got the Bears, well, then there's Singletary. You know what I'm saying? Almost every great defense has great linebackers or a great middle linebacker that's kind of running the show. And, 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 and by the way, because of this guy's scheme, he's going to need a werewolf in the middle. So to me, that's going to be priority number one. For Vic Fangio and that front office is finding that linebacker, and I think there's going to be a revamp of these linebackers—not the two outside guys, but everything else inside. You know, uh, Baker and 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 Roberts and all these other guys. I think you're going to see a lot of changes when it comes to that position.
1: No, no, I agree, and they have like three or four of them are UFAs, who were UFAs last year and they all brought back on one-year contracts: Landon Roberts, Duke Riley. Uh Aguavon, I think Brendan Brendan Scarles, another guy they no uh, yeah that they brought back. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily see that happening. Duke Riley is good because he's. A I like good him.
0: Player. I like him as a, a last linebacker because special Correct. teams and you know it's kind of like like that. I can see a role for him there, but you need more two way linebackers on that. It can't, you, I love what Landon Roberts did, but he's got a, a, an enormous hole in his game. He can't cover. And, you, you know, you just can't have those kind of players out there. You just can't.
1: No, no, and if you look at his his teams in San Francisco, they had Navarro Bowman and, and Patrick Willis, and then his team in Chicago in 2018 when he was uh, AFC – uh, I'm sorry, NFL Assistant Coach of the Year. Well, he had Ro- Roquan Smith. Yep. Um, so, yeah, yeah. it requ- and the Dolphins don't have that guy. I had somebody suggesting to me, like, maybe Jerome Baker could – game could take a big step with it. I'm – I'm not – yeah, I'm not
0: seeing it. It's I, not I, who I, he is. It's not who he is. It's the same shit I, I got into with Marcel about, well, Tua has to learn to be more off the cuff. And I'm like, no, bro, that's not who he is either. He ain't going to be running around and creating extra plays for you. That's not who he is. Make a goddamn decision in the pocket, and that's it, kid. It's over. That's it. Move on like a lot of other statue quarterbacks. That's what you got to do. That's who you are. Jerome Baker will be run over in the middle when he's trying to fight off blocks or trying to sift through the trash or traffic or whatever you want to call it uh he he's not a physical linebacker that's not who he is and he's all of a sudden not going to become a physical linebacker sorry that's just it's not his game
1: no no i completely agree and i and and i
0: don't know if you heard me what i said before is i think flores completely
1: maxed out what jerome baker could be as a linebacker i agree Send him on, on the timely blitzes and all that. Uh, have him run sideline to sideline, but he's, like you said, he's not a guy who's going to be an anchor in
0: the middle of the defense. Weak side guy, blitzer, cover a little bit out there. Uh, he's not he's not the run stuffer, man. That's just not who he is. He never was that guy. And, and I'll tell you what, I give a lot, of, uh, a lot of the guys that I talked to in the offseason, they nailed him perfectly because they told me from the get-go that he wasn't ever going to be a physical guy and – You know fighting through tackles and breaking blocks you know busting up blocks and and uh and tackling behind the line of scrimmage that's not who he's ever been unfortunately
1: he's not built built like that he's built like an oversized safety more than exactly
0: exactly yep i'm with you there so um have you studied i mean it's unfair i don't really like to get too much into free agency but is there is there a name or two out there that uh that that could get dolphin fans excited and would fit Fangio scheme I've got two names
1: as possibility that jumped out I mean when I actually looked over um Tremaine Edmonds
0: mm, Buffalo And again,
1: they'd have to make it work financially obviously and then they and again this idea of like they don't have cap space it can't be done no it can be done you it can, can be find yeah. um he's a guy I find intriguing and who knows he might he might be interested in the idea of a if the Bills make it clear they don't want to re-sign him, maybe he's going to want to have revenge on his mind, and his father played for the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. He, uh, and the other guy is a guy from went to Miami Northwestern, and that's Levante David.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's a
1: little bit older, but he's a hell of a player.
0: Yeah, well, that wouldn't be a big contract. That's the good thing one about on that one. one. That would be a stopgap for a year or two, and then, uh, f- and then you hope yeah. to draft his... His replacement, you know what I mean, to kind of groom him under him or something like that. Unless what? they feel, unless you feel Tyndall can still be that guy.
1: I have to see something. I, I didn't. I didn't see anything I liked last year. I'll be honest with you. Uh, and I I'm don't sure think thing.
0: I don't think he has the size to play that position.
1: No, he's another guy. He's another one of those guys who needs to run around. His speed is his forte. Um, yeah. No, I yeah, I don't know. I again, I, I really wish I, I was. Believe it or uh, not,
0: I think he could be Baker's replacement.
1: Yeah, there's a lot pr- of similarities. And he's gonna be a lot cheaper than Jerome Baker.
0: Right. And then and then and, and he you can kind of use him in the same way on um, passing downs, on on long on long downs, things like that, short yardage stuff, then that's where you're probably gonna to need to change things up a little bit more. But yeah, I think he might he might fill that weak side linebacker role a little better, maybe. You know what I'm saying. All depends, nice. but what do you do with Phillips and and um, and um, what's it called? Um, and, and Chubb. I mean, yep. Chubb the, are are that are both locked in as your outside linebackers. If you line up in a, like in a,
1: as a three-four front, yeah, those are your two. Uh, your two. So edges. then you're, you're. So then we're four. looking at
0: Tyndall being your weak side inside linebacker. Then is that yeah, the way you would look at it?
1: Or in passing situations, it's not. It's I mean, we we talk about three four. It's not going to be three four all the time. I mean, even like what the Dolphins did the last few years. There are times when they they clearly show it's a four man front, and then you have
0: then you could put Jalen Phillips and, on the line then at that moment.
1: Generally speaking, yeah.
0: Right, you could. I mean, yeah. in, 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 in times of, because you're going to have a three man front, and 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 it'll be Wilkins, Sealer, and Raekwon. But right. then Agba has got to be kind of that fourth guy in that rotation, right, right. I would imagine? You know? That's, so he's kind of like,
1: I mean, if you, want, if you want to use that terminology, I mean, Agba's kind of a pure 4-3 DN. When, when they had Agba in the lineup, they, they lined up more four across.
0: Because that's, uh, more, that's more what he is. I don't correct. think he will excel nearly as much. Just like Jalen, I don't like him in a 3-4 end. I I don't I don't think no, that that's, be a 3-4-0-L-B.
1: Yeah, that yeah
0: I don't think that that yeah I don't think that that benefits him at times to be out there so yeah all right so um, special teams the other thing it's so we we talk about running back we talk about middle linebacker we talk about a tight end that fits this scheme two way tight end all these kind of things that are obvious how what kind of importance do you put on returner because if i want to defend danny crossman in one thing you you took away his returner he had he had a pro bowl returner in jakeem and so you've lost that a guy that was a game changer at any time that he touched the ball on special teams how important is it to get that element back to that special teams unit because they don't I mean, God bless Cedric with on the in the playoffs that he got that long one. But again, that's not his game either. So how important should it be for them to find that shifty dude that I would imagine with today's roster limits and because you've got to carry that third quarter that third quarterback probably, you're gonna need a guy that is a kick and a punt returner.
1: Yeah, and but it's almost like like the kickoff returner is like I mean, for Christ's sake, they, I think – I know, it goes
0: through the, the end ball. zone All most games, of the time.
1: Everything's a touchback. So yeah. it's like um, – and the punt returns, I think for the most part around the league, were fairly insignificant. It just so happened that it seemed every long return was against the Dolphins, which is where the where the main major problem was. I mean, it's like, Jesus Christ, there's so many of them. Um, so, yeah, it would be nice. I don't know that it's, it certainly doesn't top for me a linebacker. No. Another mm-hmm. DB – Another O lineman, a tight end, unless the Dolphins think Tanner, Connor, and Hunter Long can get the job done. Um, do, you
0: know, you, if, do you do you if, think Hunter Long and Tanner Connor can get the job done?
1: I'm very intrigued by Tanner Connor, even though I didn't like the fact that basically dropped everything. 12, well, no, two out of three. I mean, his, his catch percentage is not very good. Three thirty three will get you in the Hall of Fame in baseball, but yeah. as a receiver, and not going to get it done. No. Um, but there was something intriguing about him, Hunter Long. I want to, I want to be a believer, but I got to see something.
0: Yeah, yeah. There, there just hasn't been enough uh, with Hunter, unfortunately, uh, to to believe in. Uh, what are you working on over at the at Sports Illustrated at AllDolphins dot com, my friend?
1: I put up not too long ago something about Trill Williams and his place in the secondary, along with his rehab, um, and I'm about to publish very soon uh, quick look at where Tua stands in NFL MVP odds for 2023, as well as where he was placed on the NFL.com list of ranking of quarterbacks.
0: See, that, that, that's the kind of quality I want from to read about the Dolphins. Not, oh, we should explore Lamar Jackson. I mean, come on, bro. Like, you know...
1: No, well, here's the thing, but here's and, and I'm gonna use your platform to to make this point because I, I I took some flack for writing a story of about exploring somebody throughout. They were talking about potential fits for Derek Carter. For Derek Carter, excuse me, Derek Carr. And since a national media member threw it out there, I presented it, ex- and ex- explored it. And basically my point was like it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And I still took flack for, like, why, why are you writing about us and all that? I'm making the point. It's somebody who's got a major, major national platform who threw it out there uh, on Good Morning Football. Derek Carr for the Dolphins is a good fit. And I'm like, really? How, how does that make sense does Either it. from the Dolphins standpoint or from Carr's standpoint? Right. Um, yeah. But it's, it's out there just like the Lamar Jackson thing. It's going to be addressed – I'm going to address it at some point because it's out there whether we, whether we like it or not. It's out there. It's not just – I mean, there are odds, people. Odds makers put out odds. And for next team, for Derek Carr, you don't see the Dolphins anywhere. For Aaron Rodgers, you don't see the Dolphins anywhere. For Lamar Jackson, the Dolphins are on the list. They're not among the, the top teams, but they're on the list. And then you have the story in The Athletic where an, where an executive anonymously said he could see Lamar to the Dolphins. Right. Oh I'm not I'm not I'm not just saying the guy's right I'm saying it's out there.
0: No I get it I get it but it's like it, for those people that write that it's like okay did you watch Mike McDaniel's offense that's not what Lamar runs. He can't run that offense. That's not who he is. Plus You would have to trade picks, which they don't have a lot of picks. And then he's going to want a big-ass guaranteed salary, something you don't have to give to anybody right now because the guy you have is still under a rookie contract. So you don't have resources, but you want to use the only resources you have left to acquire a guy and create more cap problems for you down the line. And then you've got to change the entire offense. On top of all of that, everything that you were running, now you throw it out the window because it's a completely different offense that you're going to be running. Out. I don't think people realize the amount of change that would have to take place in order for you to acquire Lamar Jackson.
1: But you and you forgot you forgot one thing one thing one other thing also. What's that? If you're moving from tour right now, the issue being that you're concerned for his long-term
0: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Lamar Jackson's missed five games each of the last two years. Yeah, he misses he's more a games. Running quarterback yeah. Yeah. who's going to break down at some point. Right. So where's the logic that if you if it's, you're
0: it's there's no logic to it, bro. If you're acquiring Zero. somebody
1: who's rock solid, you know he's not going to have injury issues. Okay, but Lamar Jackson's not, and on and the other factors you mentioned, you know.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it
1: the guaranteed contract in which you'd have to give up for.
0: Him. Uh, Makes no so. sense. Dolphin fans, make sure you bookmark it, alldolphins.com, so you can catch all of his work there at Sports Illustrated. He is Alan Pupar. Alan, as always, thank you, my brother. Appreciate you immensely. We will catch up next weekend. Next week. Have a, have a great weekend. You got it. There you go. Alan Poopar. And our EJDconstruction.com Miami Dolphins report. And don't forget to reach out to the great people at EJD Construction. Uh, Eric does a phenomenal job. 305-433-4843. In fact, they were at my house today doing some stuff. Uh, they are just absolutely phenomenal. They rebuilt our fence. They did everything, dude. They did an amazing job. They can do for you guys the same thing. I know that a lot of our listeners in Dade and Broward County, because it's only Dade and Broward, I'm sorry for those of you that have called them from Palm Beach. My mistake. 305 433 4843. We got a lot of listeners because they're trying to redo their insurance now, their hurricane insurance, and they're, and the companies are telling them, wait a minute. We need your roof upgraded. We need to get inspected to make sure it passes code. And there is a new level that you've got to reach for your roof now. So when you do renew, you might get asked to get it inspected. Call EJD Construction. They can bring it up to code. So that way you can get your new policy. Save yourself some money. 305-433-4843. Hey, listen, we're talking about custom home construction and major home remodeling. One of our listeners built an observation deck. Another listener uh, built this whole hut in the back. It's not like a tiki hut. It's nicer than a tiki hut, actually. It looks really cool. And it has like a full kitchen, barbecue, grease trap. I mean, all kinds of things. Uh, Another one of our listeners had a fire in their home. They had to remediate everything and gut it all out. EJD Construction did all of that for you. 305 433 4843. You got to build a second floor. You got to build a new room. You got to expand the home. You got to modernize the kitchen. EJD Construction can do all of that. And they do shell construction in house. That's how they keep the cost down. 305 433 4843. You've been listening to the EJDconstruction.com Miami Dolphins Report with Sports Illustrated's Alan Poupart. For additions, home remodeling, and custom work, call Eric at 305-433-4843. EJDconstruction.com is your custom home builder and general contractor you can trust. 305-433-4843. By the way, I'm going to take a guess, uh, Cap for Life. Here's my guess. Agba will be on the team, I think, for one more year. It's a three-year deal. I think they can get out of it after next year. I don't think they want to take the extra cap hit that they have to this year with that move. I don't think so. Now, who knows? And Chris Greer can trade, bro. So he, he, does, he wheels and deals like crazy. But I expect Agba to be on the team and be part of the rotation and then eventually get phased out next year. That's what I think will happen. Okay, and uh, also asking, uh, oh, speaking of Zeppelin, any chance that reunion, brother, it, Plant won't do it? They have it set up. They had it set up. I don't think it's set up anymore, but they had it set up where they had uh, 10 dates in the U.S. and 10 dates in Europe, and no dice. He won't do it. Plant has become like, like, I don't know, bro. He's like an ogre about his Zeppelin stuff, dude. It's funny because, you know, the Allison Krause stuff is nice and all that, but, brother, it ain't shit compared to what you did with Led Zeppelin. Okay? It ain't shit compared to your, even your solo stuff. You know? Little by Little and, um, um, uh, what's it called, uh, it's, uh, the Log Song, whatever, uh, um, in the mood for a melody, I'm in the mood, burning down one side, all that all that stuff that he did in his solo stuff in his early days. That shit was awesome. way better than anything that he's got going on now. It's funny because he doesn't even tour to do his solo stuff. You know, now in Zen, Manic, Nirvana, uh, Pictures at 11, all those albums from his early days, he won't even do that. And that music is, you know now that I think about it. When I get in the car today, I'm going to do a little Robert Plant solo on the way home and, uh, and listen to some of that stuff because it so, it's so good, man. So good. Okay. Bitcoin, by the way, down to 24,386 after hitting 25,000. So remember what I, 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 I tweeted this out a little while ago. Not a little while ago, a few hours ago already now at this point but uh, because there's, everything's gone so parabolic. And, um, and so I wanted to remind people, again, not a, I am not a uh, financial advisor, but I said while crypto is climbing a ton, not a financial advisor, just a guy that loves crypto, buying during a parabolic run, no good. Floors will develop, Bitcoin and other altcoins will consolidate and capitulate, as investors who bought early, sell for profits. And that's what you have now. Think about it. Think about this, if you had $10 million and you put 10 million a Bitcoin at 16.5 and it went up to 25, you now have 15. So you're just gonna pull your money out and you just picked up $5 million like nothing. So that's going to bring the price down, and that's where it's at right now. It hit 25, now it's at 24.4. Why? Because there are people that got in early, and they're selling. And do you blame them? You know what I mean? It's like, okay, if you put a 1,000, you have 1,500 now. You can take that out if you want, or you can just sit on it and wait and then let it grow even more because it's going to grow more. It's going to go to 30. It's going to go to 40. It's going to to 50. It's going to go to 70. It's going to go to 100,000 eventually it's going to go over 100,000. You know what I mean? So I just want to make sure and look, now it's capitulated. Now it's come down. So you wait and you wait for something to go down. See, if you haven't gotten in, now you want to wait for something to come back and then get back in. You may not get it at the low where it was. You're not going to get it at sixteen five anymore. Hell, I wish. I I wish there was another scare or dip or whatever, man. I don't care for me because I'm in it for the long haul. You know? So just make sure you do it responsibly. Plant Solo is fantastic. I agree, Giovanni. Cameron Good, not something that you count on. I like him. I like what I saw from Cameron Good, but still he's got to build. He he needs to show more before we, you know, say, oh, hey, let's count on Cameron Good. You know what I'm saying? But I like what I saw from the kid overall. I thought he would make the 53-man roster. I was wrong on that one. I thought he was going to make it. Cap for Life says, when is the next crypto, bro? I think it's time I start enhancing my portfolio. Um, I wish you would have enhanced it. A month and a half ago when we were in our lows. And I kept telling everybody, buy the dip, buy the dip. I mean, think about this. Polygon, December 31st, was 75 cents. It's $1.44 now. You almost doubled your money in a month and a half. It's nuts. You know? So a lot of you that... able to take advantage of the polygon dip or everything else you're you're you know you're really cashing in right now so that's why we're seeing now a pullback on all this ada was at 41 it's now at 39 and a half okay uh adam was at 1450 or something now it's at 1372 at the moment imx was at 124 it's at 114 now I told you, people. I, IMX, I got it at forty-four cents. So think about the person that got. I, I not I don't spend a lot of money, so it's not. I got to wait for a lot longer for me to really take profits. But somebody that's super rich, they put ten million at forty-four cents, and then it goes to a dollar forty-four, a dollar twenty-four. I'm sorry, they've almost tripled their money. So of course they're going to sell and pull out. That's what we all would do. So this is what's happening. And then a floor will build, and then it'll go on top of that. But as long as it does dip, you will have an opportunity to get in. I think Polkadot is super cheap at $6.49 right now. It's down a percent. Algorand, I think, is a steal still at $0.26. Uh, Chainlink was under $7. It's at $7.11. It got up to like seven forty. And I tweeted out like three days ago when it was under seven. I said it's still a steal right now. Still think at seven dollars and eleven cents, Chainlink is a is a good buy. If you've never bought DeCentraland at seventy cents right now, is an absolute bargain right now, down three percent. So there are coins that you can actually and great companies that you can get into right now. You know, so you can take advantage of it. Mina Protocol. A little over a month ago was like at the fifty cent range. It's at a dollar five now and it's down. It was like at a dollar twenty and it's a dollar five now. So like I told you, after you have a parabolic run, there's always a little bit of a dip and it comes back. That's when if you haven't gotten in, that's usually when you want to get in on the dips. That's how that's how this game works. And then it allows you to, you know, make profit. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, when sports and business collide, we like doing something called the KSDTCPA Sports Business Report. Sean, did you know that uh, Tom Brady has a production company? All right. Well, uh, according to Mike Fleming Jr. of Deadline, Brady's production company, 199 Productions, will take place in developing a limited TV series on the career of John Madden. Fleming noted that Brady's presence as executive producer was particularly important to Madden's family as they pledged their lives to the project if dad was still around and he was looking for a few guys to huddle up and tell his story, he'd be thrilled to have Tom Brady leading the huddle, Mike Madden said. John Madden, an icon who made his mark on the sidelines in the broadcasting booth and also in pop culture as a namesake of the universally popular video game, he led the Oakland Raiders to a victory in Super Bowl XI, and he went on to be a 16-time Emmy Award winner as a broadcaster. Passed away in 2021 at the age of 85, Per Fleming, the project on Madden's career, was originally planned to be a feature film, but those involved felt his life and contributions to America's most popular sport was too big of a two-hour treatment. How about that? And that's pretty cool. Now I'm thinking, um, I for, uh, is it Goodman? John Goodman? Is he the guy from uh, Roseanne, right? is Is that not a A guy that could play the John Madden role, right? I know he lost some weight, which doesn't work for the role, by the way. (laughs) We need you to gain the weight again. Uh, But, you know, you can, like, you can, you know, change his color of his hair and puff up his eyebrows like Madden had. And although he's skinnier now, maybe he can do the sideline Madden uh, as a coach, you know, because he has the personality of he could be John Madden, right? Because he, obviously, is an actor. But I'm thinking, like, who would be the guy that you would play John Madden? And Goodman was the guy that I thought of. you know. And I think Goodman's even better, and I know he's no longer with us. John Candy was the other big fat guy that I thought of. But I still think Goodman fills more the role and the look, the facial look of a John Madden. So that's the only thing that I was thinking about with all of this. I think it's a cool thing to do a TV series about John Madden. If we're gonna see his life from the from the 70s on, where he became a Raiders coach, and then you know, then going into broadcasting and the whole thing, I think that would be a really cool story to tell, you know, because he was such a colorful guy on the sidelines. And then he was in an era where My God, the Raiders were as colorful a team as they got because they always had all kinds of misfits and characters and, you know, just dudes. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And so the Raiders were kind of one of those kind of teams that had that. And uh, Kevin James, eh, it's not bad, Armando. I I, I like John Goodman better than Kevin James, you know, Uh, for me. I I don't know. I, I... the only other guy I thought of was, you know, obviously the late John Candy. And you got to think of a big guy actor, you know what I'm saying? And for me, it would be anybody else can you come up with better than Goodman? No? Right? It's hard. I
2: can't come up with anybody, honestly. Like when I'm look, thinking about Madden and trying to think about today I know adding makeup and things like that and make but I just don't
0: like who else? I don't know. Outside of outside of John Goodman, I don't think there's another actor. Now maybe there's an unknown somewhere that looks like him, and maybe they can find somebody. Great, that would be fantastic. But out of the known guys that we have still living, uh, I think Goodman would be the best guy out of all of them. George Went, not bad. That's pretty good. I can see the whole facial thing that you're talking about. I, I like George Wendt better than Kevin James. I'm still taking Goodman. Now, somebody says Sean Stanley playing.
2: I got the fat part down. That's about it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I got that down, too, with you. Uh, you think AVG makes the cut, oh? Uh, I think so. I think Andrew Van Ginkle makes a cut. I like him, man. But I'm biased. I'm a Van Ginkle fan, dude, so I I think he's a guy that's been underused, actually. I would use him more. I think he has a knack for being around the ball, and I hope Fangio finds a a, a place for him on this defense. I really like him. Uh, And Mr. Torres says, I like Big O, but he makes way too many excuses for Tua. I bet you anything they draft another QB, and Tua will not play all year, and he will look the same this year. With more with this year, more interception. There you go. All right, Mr. Torres. Uh, Kevin James lost a lot of weight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I, I still have facial. Uh, um, Kevin James face. I know you can do the makeup stuff. Goodman kind of has those that 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 quality that looks John Maddenish already. You can't have the
2: guy that did Sean Payton right do John Madden. That's true.
0: That's true. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're 100% right. Plus, it, it, I don't think he fits the role, dude. I don't think he fits the role. I think you got to be a bigger fat guy. He's a shorter fat guy.
2: I almost think you have to find, like you were saying, an unknown. no, no yeah. You have to find an unknown. There's nobody. I don't believe there's anybody today. And then the other thing is, not only do you. Oh, Goodman you, can do it. But then you got to take on that role. And then you have to become. Goodman can do it. I I don't know, man. He's I don't a know. good actor.
0: He's a good actor, but he's a good actor. I think I think uh, he's he's the only guy I can come up with in my mind that's living that I could say okay that's the guy. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, like Chris Farley. What are you gonna do if he was around? now? Yeah. No. No way. No way. He couldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't want him to do that because I would no, want Farley to be you want Farley. Yeah. yeah Farley it, to be that's Farley. What,
2: that's where I like I think I'm having the problem is trying to figure out who could do that role with, with looking at who's out there today because you almost you know, in a way typecast them into what they're already doing. Right. which is why in a way it's hard for me to see John Goodman. I mean, I know he's done a lot of other things. Yeah, he's
0: done other things but right now. now
2: I see him as, you know, like the Connors guy because yeah. that's what I've seen him as lately. And you don't right. I don't see that being the guy to portray John Madden. Right.
0: So there you go. That is our KSDT CPA sports business report. This has been the KSDT Sports Business Report. KSDT CPA is one of South Florida's largest and one of the country's fastest growing accounting firms. KSDT is recognized by Forbes as one of the top tax and accounting firms for 2022. KSDT CPA is a full service firm that also excels in crypto. Visit online at ksdtcpa.com or call 305-670-3370. By the way, um, Dan B., you brought up a great one. Brendan Fraser... I know he did that whale movie. He's a really good actor. He's the kind of guy that you, with the makeup, I like that one, dude. I like that one. And he's a big guy already. Because I don't think you can be a short, fat guy to play Madden. I think you've got to be a tall, fat guy to play Madden. And, And he's a tall guy. And I think, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Out of all the suggestions that you guys have thrown... Uh, the Brendan Fraser one is really good. That one's a good one. You like that one? I think that's a good one. I like that one. That one challenges my uh, my Goodman. I like that one. That that one I can see myself losing that argument and that discussion if we put it up against, uh, amongst people. I can see that one. I think I can win over all the other ones: Christian Bale and Benny Hill and George Wendt and Kevin James. I think my suggestion is way better than all of those. But I like that one, dude. Brendan Fraser, that's a really, really good one. I like it. What's that? Brian Dennehy, yeah. That actually would be exceptional. He's no longer with us. Brian Dennehy, that's the best one. You nailed it. Jayhawk, you nailed it. If Dennehy was still with us, right, that would be the best person to play John Madden. Man, that would be freaking perfect to play John Madden. Brian Dennehy. Love that suggestion. That's the best one. Nice job. You guys coming in strong on that. Yeah. I like it. I like Dennehy too as an actor. I like him. Usually played uh, some conniving uh, idiots. A-hole, a-hole, you know, he was always, he played a lot of bad guys in his days. It's, it's almost like every time he showed up in a movie, you know, he was some kind of a badass or bad dude. Or, and, and then there were a couple roles he had as a, like a cop or something like that. But, yeah, I like Denny. Good, I was a, I'm a fan of Brian Denny. That's, a, that's an excellent suggestion. That would be, that, living, if he was living, that would be the guy. That would be the best suggestion out of all of them. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Redrecover.com, by the way. We've been telling you about the wraps. Take advantage, folks. 30% off right now. I don't know how long it's going to last. It might be through the end of this month. And you can get the wraps for your shoulders, neck, back, knees, elbows, ankles. We have wraps for small dogs, for big dogs, for their hips. You know, some dogs have issues with their hips. Red light therapy is healthy for everybody. There are no side effects. Kids can use it. The dogs can use it. Adults can use it. And it does so many different things, folks. You got a scar, it can help make a scar disappear. So if you just had surgery and you, wanna, and you want that scar to disappear, red light therapy can help you with that. Now, if you had the scar for a while now, Forget about it. It's too late. It's got to be like now, or you're about to have an operation that you know you're going to have a scar. Get the wrap that goes with it. So that way you can make that scar disappear. Go check out the videos and the video blogs at RedRecover.com. 30% off. Uh, By the way, if you stand a lot, they've got one for the bottom of your feet. My wife uses it every single day. When she gets home, she puts it on because she's a teacher and she's standing all day. And it does wonders for her. Feet are less sore. You recover a lot quicker. And that's the good thing about it, man. If you're playing, you know, uh, pickleball or tennis or whatever, and you got tennis elbow or anything like that or soreness, after workouts and playing, you can use the wraps before and after your workouts so it optimizes your workouts and you, you feel less soreness and you will actually heal faster, which is a beautiful thing. Red light therapy can help, and especially for those old injuries and those old surgeries, we need that red light therapy. Go to redrecover.com. Athletes are using it, everyday warriors like you and I are using it. Go to redrecover.com and save while they last. RedRecover.com. All right. Uh, Let's see. Dennehy and Richard Krenna were both very good in the original Rambo. Yeah. They were. You are correct. You are correct, sir. Uh, What else do we have? how about Justin Fields? What is wrong with that kid? You know, this is soft-ass world that we have going on. And, you know, I saw Justin Fields take two shots to the kidney against Clemson and come back and, uh, and, and kick ass. So toughness is not really a thing that I should be worried about with Justin Fields. But... What is wrong with this young man? It's very difficult to adjust to it, especially with the wind. That's what I found out. That's what it's all about. It's the wind. It can be cold. It can be 10 degrees. But with no wind, you're fine. But with that 15 mile an hour per wind, or 20 mile an hour per wind, you can't fight it. It's tough. When it's that cold, you have to bundle up. I feel way slower in the cold. It's hard to stay warm in that weather. I just hope we get a dome. I don't care if we're at Soldier Field or at Arlington Heights. I hope we get a dome. Shame on you, young man. Shame on you. I mean, listen, every stadium should have a dome, especially up north, so that way you have it closed during the snowstorm. And that way, the stadium's not getting full, filled up with snow, and then you got to shovel all that crap out. You keep it closed, and then, you know, 15, 20 minutes, a half hour prior to kickoff, you open the roof. And if you're in Chicago, you want elements, bro. If, you want, if you're in Green Bay, you want elements. Minnesota are a bunch of losers that they did not allow the elements, and they went to the Dome, and now that new stadium that they have now, and they're away from the elements. Dumb. If you're in New York, you want the elements. You want to be in the Meadowlands because you're used to playing in the Meadowlands. They're not. You're used to playing at Orchard Park. They're not. Just like the Dolphins are used to playing in the heat and humidity of South Florida. And you want those Northern teams to come down. And yeah, they were at training camp and all that, but they did not feel the heat and humidity of South Florida. They don't know what it's like for that humidity to suck all the moisture out of your body. only, Only LeBron found out about that in San Antonio when they turned off the A.C. on his ass. I mean, if you're a player, you want any and every advantage that you can possibly fathom. The Celtics... The, the infamous parquet floor from back in the garden. Do you remember about that? It had dead spots. But Larry Bird knew where the dead spots were. So did Dennis Johnson and Danny Ainge and everybody else that played for the Celtics for many years. But the visiting Miami Heat or the Lakers or the Detroit Pit they weren't used to the dead spots on the floor. So they weren't used to it when they were bouncing certain parts. Oh, whoa, it didn't come back to me the same way. I got to reach down or I mishandled it or something. But the Celtic players knew exactly when to attack you defensively because they knew when the ball was going to have a dead spot. There was no air conditioning in the old in the old garden. You remember that? They had holes in the walls that it would that's where the You know, that's how it was back in the day. So you had an advantage. You had an advantage in the Orange Bowl. It was hot. It was hot at night. It was going to be loud because it was a big-ass aluminum can that everybody would... And make a whole bunch of noise. Advantages. And this is, you know, Justin Fields, a youngin' that doesn't understand tradition, that doesn't understand having an advantage. And you want that advantage because you're the guy that plays in that Chicago wind all the time. So you should know how to play better than any other quarterback that comes to visit because you're constantly practicing and playing in it. You want to get away from the elements because it's too cold, because it's too windy. No, dude, you want to use them to your advantage it's funny man i i saw that story and i'm like kid you 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 just don't get it man you just don't get it anyway thought that was funny uh what else do we have going on and i'm on record for this i I'm going to tell you something that I, it's not like I have these facts to back it up, but I've said this before already, and I just would not be shocked if this Sean Payne to Denver thing becomes an absolute disaster. You know that? I I feel like he's too cocky coming in. Uh, I think he had a lot of help there. Uh, In in New Orleans, quite frankly, you only won one championship with Drew Brees. Um, And now, did you see the latest? Rex Ryan is the leading candidate for defensive coordinator. I can't take you serious now. I can't take you serious. He's been out of football several years. I think that's another guy that, you know, you had your moment, bro. And you've never been able to match that moment. And I get it. He's, he's, oh, well, oh, he's only going to be a defensive coordinator. I just kind of feel like this guy, Sean Payton, is coming in with, I don't know. I, I, it's almost like he thinks he can make, you know, wine out of water. And I just get this feeling that this is going to be an outright disaster for the Denver Broncos. I I don't know what it is about it, but it just, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. And then when I hear this about Rex Ryan as your defensive coordinator, I'm like, oh, my God, really? You know, you got to turn the page sometimes in life. That's really, that's the best you can do? A guy that's been out of football for several years? Knock yourselves out if that's what you want to do. But I gotta tell you something, my, my early prediction here, and I may be wrong, and I've been wrong about a thousand things in life, I don't think this Sean Payton Denver Bronco thing is gonna be as good as people think it is. So, you know. Ah. Rhino, thank you for the love on the super chat. He says, serious question. Do northern teams even still practice during the week outside? I think they do. Yeah. I'm sure they do. Now, if it's like, you know, heavy, heavy snow and stuff like that, they probably won't. But if it's cold out there, for sure, man, if you play in those elements, you want to practice in those elements. So, yes, I would think that they still do. Do they do it as much? Probably not. Uh, Big O just doesn't feel right with Payton and Denver. Have the same feeling, though. Yeah, doesn't it? It just – there's something about it that just kind of rubs me the wrong way that I think it's going to be – do you feel the same way about this? About about Sean Payne and Denver? I just look at the
2: team. I mean, the offense. I just look at everything around. It's like, why would you choose? I guess because they're the ones that offered you the money, but – Right, yeah. Other than that,
0: why would you – Well, I mean – uh, Cower let the bag out when he said, or it was it cow- no? It was Bradshaw that he said um, he, hey, didn't, Den- he, he didn't he didn't want to go to Denver. Yeah, he didn't want to deal with Russell Wilson, but he had no choice.
2: I guess that's the perfect uh, example of how money talks, right?
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Because he wanted either Houston or you're, Carolina. you're looking at
2: this team as an analyst. You've been analyzing every team that that has to be the one team. You're going. That's, that, that's not a good.
0: No, it's not a good situation. If you're a
2: good analyst, you're looking at going. That's not a good situation.
0: No, you're stuck with Russell yeah. Wilson. They have no choice.
2: Like, and you could have stayed in. I just, I mean, I don't know. Understand? I don't understand it. And I think, yeah, it's going to be. It's just it, unless it just they rough. brought him in and said, look, one year, and then you can clean house. But they're, they're stuck with Russell Wilson. No, you're stuck
0: with Russell for at least yeah. two more years, right? at so, least.
2: So I mean, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, I, I just wow.
2: It just it baffles me. But again, the money talks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How do I think? And also, the,
2: I guess, in a way, too, sorry to... You no, know, good. Is If everything fails, it's just going to be, right, you can just push it off on the players, right? Well, Russell, how's Randy right. got Russell Wilson? What, who Who else is going to come in and do anything with this? No. You know what I mean, I guess... It's the, your
0: choice, right? Now Maybe. you kind
2: of have... you getting the money and you can have a fallback because right. you can just put it off on Russell Wilson. You're the
0: guy that, you know, can change uh, wine, water into wine. Uh... Rex Ryan signed the deal as soon as they said, "We want you to be our DC on our on our on our foot." I'm in. Chorites, <laughs> how do you think the new head coach in Arizona will handle Murray? That looks like a disaster. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and and I and I gotta tell you something. I was wrong about Kyler Murray because I I thought he had it like he can pass and he can, but he, you know, you just can't measure somebody's heart and their maturity. And that kid just has not matured. And that's, that's a shame. Because he does have, he has touch. He has something that Lamar Jackson doesn't have. But Lamar has way more dedication to his craft than, than Kyler Murray does. That's the sad part about Lamar Jackson. Lamar's a great young man. He's super dedicated, works hard. He just can't be a good passer. That's his problem. And it's not his fault. It's just... It is what it is. You either got it or you don't. But he's a great athlete, so great athletes can fool you plenty of times because they're going to do things at times that you and I could never do. That's why they're great athletes. Put a dome up there. I don't care. Let Justin Fields dictate it. The way the Finns play up there late in the season, it will be easy. We'll keep our advantage of the heat at Hard Rock. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. I mean, you're going to Chicago, you no longer have to deal with the elements. Great. That's, I'm with you there. I'm just saying, I don't want to dome here in South Florida. No, I want the heat and the humidity. You know what I'm saying? I, I think if you live in a certain area, you want to take advantage of your, ad, your advantages. Paul says, Sean Payton to Denver will go over as well as John Gruden of the Raiders did. Yeah. I never believed in Gruden and the Raiders. That one I never believed in. Um and and it does rub me kind of the same way. Yeah. I'm with you. Rex Ryan got off the got off on the wrong foot the last time. He was a head coach. <laughs> All the foot uh jokes are coming out now. I can't yeah, I know. I can't believe Wilson is done. It could be just one really bad year for him. If Wilson gets himself together, Peyton will look good. You're you're right about that, Jayhawk. If he can straighten out Wilson, that will be one hell of an accomplishment for him. And by the way, that'll save his ass. Because if he has to deal with Wilson for a couple of years of bad play, it, it'll, it will look bad on him. And then, you know, you still got to find a quarterback. So, it is what it is. What was that again?
2: You're not going to do Pat Nashville's last two uh, feet jokes there? He's coming in Re- strong.
0: Here. Rex Ryan will put his best foot forward if he gets another opportunity to coach. And Rex Ryan wasn't competitive enough as a coach. He loved defeat. <laughs> oh, God. By the way, just on a small music note, I saw that Richie Sambora is uh, trying to get back to Bon Jovi and could be rejoining the band. I would want to ask him, outside of money, do you need it? Why? Bon Jovi can't sing anymore, and all you play is the wussy-ass music you've made since after you made great music. Because you barely play any of your hits. You play a lot of the garbage that's come out of the last four or five albums, which are trash, like Bon Jovi only makes trash music now, and he has no voice. Why would you want to come back? I saw that one and I was like, "What the hell is that about?"
2: See, um, Alf Artiaga said on there, Sean Payton and Mike McCarthy have nearly well, identical careers, right down to points per game, win percentage, playoff wins, and Super Bowl wins. One is considered a genius; the other a moron.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. He's right. He's a thousand percent right. He's right, and some will tell you that he didn't do enough with, uh, with Breeze as many years as he had him. What was the stat that um, that our boy from uh, Denver gave us? That he had like seven losing seasons with Breeze or something like that. That's crazy. That's crazy. So I don't know. Maybe Alf, you feel the same way. I just feel like this this Peyton thing is going to explode, dude. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't look at it like this is a slam dunk or anything. I just kind of, huh? His deal? Oh, God. He's getting paid like $18 million per year. I think it's like a seven-year deal. Yeah, it's a lot of money, bro. It's a lot of money. Uh, we thank Alex Vanover, pilot in the uh, Drone Racing League, coming to uh, South Florida. Uh, we uh, thank Steve Calibro, of course. General Manager here at Hialeah Park, David Dwork, Alan Pupart, of course, Sean Stanley, the man, the myth, the legend that makes it happen and uh, masters this uh, platform every single day. We thank, of course, all of you for tuning in and showing us some love. Remember, you can always make a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. Tomorrow, we're going to be at KSDTCPA offices in Doral. And I'm looking forward to it uh, because Jeffrey Tarabolis, who is the managing partner of the firm, he's going to be live at, at the pits in Daytona. So we will have uh, some live shots. There you go. And Rhino coming in with Sean is the man. They know, Sean. They know you are the man. No, I think he means Sean Stanley is the man. He doesn't mean Sean Pate. There's only one Sean that is the man here on this platform, and it's you, sir. So the Sean Allen, on behalf of the Sean Allen, I'm Orlando Ausgare. We thank Frank Fiore. We thank the Brunetti family, John Brunetti Jr., as always. Thank you, being very supportive of our uh, platform. We will see you all tomorrow. Same time, same place, same bat channel. Have a great one.